What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. In this episode, it's uh, it's Saturday evening here, September 24th. We got week three Sunday football happening tomorrow, so we're just going to hang out for the next half hour or so. I'll kind of go over the important news that happened today. We'll answer all your questions. Good evening to Harris. Hope you're doing well, my man. Uh, as far as the major news that kind of happened today, uh, I'm, I'm just looking at the headlines right now. J.K. Dobbins is expected to play, uh, which... I did not think we would expect him to play after this Monday, I think it was. John Harbaugh said he was week to week, so that's interesting. Uh, now, whether he plays a bunch of snaps or just limited, I'm not really sure what the what the outcome is going to be. But for J.K. Dobbins, I think um, if you guys have J.K. Dobbins questions, let me know. I'm going to lean towards not using him in this matchup. Uh, one, because I, I really want to see what he looks like uh, in his first game back. I think uh, a good example – I know – Cam Akers had the Achilles, uh, but in his first game back, he just did not play much at all. So I'm slightly nervous about J.K. Dobbins. If you have someone that you feel more comfortable with, go ahead and start him. Uh, good news for the Packers. It sounds like left tackle David Bakhtiari is expected to play. We have not seen him play. Uh, he, he did play one game last year. Uh, I think it was week 18 against the Lions, but he wasn't able to play any further. So this is a big step for him. Uh, hopefully he's ready to go and uh, help bolster the Packers' offensive line. Uh, bad news for Van Jefferson being placed on IR here with the knee injury. That's going to continue to make Tyler Higby for me. I mean, I think Tyler Higby is a must start. I think he's a top five tight end play. He has been a, a pretty good tight end through two weeks. I think he leads all tight ends in uh, targets. And right now they don't really have a true number three wide receiver. And and technically Higby is <clears throat> after Cooper cup, Higby is the number two read over Allen Robinson right now. So huge, huge opportunity for Higby. Um, Sammy Watkins placed on IR today. Uh, I actually, I, I went and picked up Romeo Dobbs in, in a couple of my leagues today, just because four weeks here for sure without Sammy Watkins and who knows what's going to happen when he comes back. So you're going to see, of course, Alan Lazard already had that number one role, uh, but it, it's Watson, Romeo Dobbs. If any of those guys are available, I think we get a basically a four week trial to see if one of those guys can stick around. Uh, Javante for Leonard Fournette, full PPR. Um, that one, I mean, they're kind of the same player to me. I don't see one side winning more than the other. Um, part of me doesn't like the – I'm part of me is nervous about the Bucks' offensive line. Uh, that, that part I don't like. And Leonard Fournette, he's already got – Fournette's got a hamstring injury. He hasn't really been practicing uh, in full capacity lately, so that does worry me. So I personally, I wouldn't trade for Leonard Fournette. He's got um, just hamstring concerns, offensive line concerns. Uh, I don't really know if I trust him for longevity purposes. Uh, if I go look at uh, Tampa Bay's practice reports here, uh, let's see who's out there. Uh, you see Leonard Fournette. He's been limited with practice all week here. Uh, I'm not sure if that's something that we should be concerned about. But for me, I'd rather have Javante. What's the status on Jerry Judy? It sounds like Judy's going to play. Um, it, very encouraging sign on, uh, what was it, Friday after not practicing on um, Wednesday, Thursday, he gets a limited practice on Friday, and the video clips that I saw of him seemed like he's going to play. So I, I think Jerry Judy's a fine wide receiver three play this week. Russ Gage, a Robbie Anderson, AJ Green. I think you kind of probably have to go with Russell Gage by default because he's technically the number one receiver for Tampa Bay tomorrow. And I know he's not an excite. He hasn't really played well so far to start the year, but I I, I trust Tom Brady more than I trust Baker Mayfield. A.J. Green, he's kind of like a number three, number four target in that offense where Russell Gage, I think, has probably a pretty good shot to lead the, the Bucks in targets tomorrow. So I will say Russ Gage. Um, 
And I would, I would hope so. We'll know. What, what sucks is it's a late game, and typically what happens is these players go out to warm up 90 minutes before kickoff. So hopefully there's some whispers. Uh, if not, make sure you have a backup in place. Uh, make sure you've got either a backup quarterback or if you're in Superflex, make sure you got an extra tool that you can pull up. So uh, I don't I don't know how to read this. I it sounded like it sounded like they have a plan for him. I mean, the fact that he was limited on Wednesday and it sounds like he did weight room stuff on Tuesday and they didn't. He, so he didn't throw the football on Wednesday. He threw the football on Thursday and then he took a day off here. So it sounds to me, this looks like he might be playing. So we'll see. I'm, I'm hoping Herbert goes. Um, Javante versus 49ers, Antonio Gibson versus Eagles. Um, both tough matchups. Let's actually look at the fantasy points allowed so far. I'm just curious uh, where fantasy points have been falling against these defenses here. Uh, let me kind of zoom in here. Alrighty, so Javante versus 49ers defense. 49ers ranked seventh best against the running back. They've allowed 105 rushing yards, one touchdown, 10 receptions for 60, and then uh, the Eagles are up here. Eagles got gashed. Uh, they, they got pretty gashed by the Lions week one, 197 yards, three touchdowns, 11 for 58. Last week didn't really have much to worry about because they kind of just shut Dalvin Cook in the, in the running game down and they made them throw the ball. So I'm not sure if I feel great about it. For me, I think I would personally roll with Javante Williams. They're at home. Uh, I, I, I feel safer with Javante, but they're, they're both good calls. I think the PPR makes me lean Javante a little bit. Cause he's, I mean, he, we saw that week one where he had, what was it? 10, 11 catches. Um, I think I feel safer with that because I, I don't know what kind of Carson Wentz we're going to get against the Eagles. Um, I mean, there's like, if, if the Eagles offense is humming and they, and they're making the, the Reds or the commanders have to throw the football, Maybe we see more J.D. McKissick. I, I, to me, I feel safer with Javante Williams, so that's how I'll lean. Status on Connor. It sounds like Connor's going to go, um, and I think they're – yeah, I think they're a late game tomorrow. Let's pull up Arizona. Um, I mean, I was quite encouraged. The fact that he did not practice Wednesday but limited Thursday and Friday, I'm going to lean towards him playing. I would say 75-25, uh, probably pretty good odds that he plays – uh, and if he plays, you're probably going to want to give him your lineup. I know it's a tough matchup. The Rams, uh, one of the better teams against RB so far. No touchdowns given up. 139 on the ground, 9 for 41. Uh, it's it's basically just a high-volume type uh, play here, so he's a low-end RB2. What is your read hand on <clears throat> on uh, Hendo Akers' snap count? So let's actually – I'm going to see if I can find that for us. Uh, PFF snaps routes week two. Let me see if I can find my man's article here. So here we go. Let's find this game real quick. So last week, uh, well, technically week one, we we saw Cam Makers not even used. We saw Daryl Henderson get pretty much everything. And and now, now we're second guessing it. Like we're not sure what we have in Daryl Henderson anymore because they used they used Cam Makers a ton. So here is the participation against the Falcons. Uh, if I pull this up here, Hendo with 35 snaps, Akers with 27, routes run, 19 for Hendo, only eight for Cam Akers, zero targets for, for Henderson and three for Akers, though, so that's interesting. 10 carries for Henderson, 15 for Akers. Kind of looking like a 50-50 split. They like Henderson to run the routes. Uh, if we look at this here, this is another really great chart. Let me scroll back down here. Um, so on all plays, Daryl Henderson, 35 to 27 snaps, early downs, 
Cam Akers was used on first and second down more. Look at the goal line. So to me, this is very clear. Daryl Henderson is their goal line back. He is their third down back, and he's their two-minute drill. So that's kind of how this is breaking down. I would expect Cam Akers to continue to be uh, the guy on first and second down, and when they need a play on third down, you're going to see Henderson come in. I'm concerned about the goal line. Four to one, at least Akers got at least one. Maybe that's where Akers can make up some ground. Uh, but for now, I'm going to say Hendo is the pass catching back. Even though he got zero targets last week, he was in there more. He met, he ran more routes. Um, so they're they're both probably looking at eight to ten point floors in PPR leagues. Um, and yeah, this week uh, it's a good matchup against Arizona. I think I'm comfortable starting both Acres and Henderson as low end RB twos. Again, if you play in PPR and and if if you need you know eight to ten points as a floor, I think that's probably where both guys will end up. Uh, Javante or Damian Harris PPR uh, because if it's because it's PPR I'm going to go with Javante Wentz or a rod yo these are this is a, this is a tough question my man um, I either way I, I mean I think Wentz has been on fire this early this season I'm not sure if we can trust him though we saw what the Eagles did to Kirk Cousins right now the the Eagles are sixth best against the pass uh, giving up just about 218 yards per game, about a touchdown and a half per game, four for 29 here. We saw what they did to Kirk Cousins. So this makes me a little nervous to whip him out there. Like you see here, 12.17 fantasy points per game. Tampa Bay giving up 7.33. Um, I just, I, I personally don't expect the Packers to come out slinging the ball. That's a run first team. I think you're going to lean with the Carson Wentz uh, passing game. I think that's probably where I'll, I'll lay. And even if it's ugly, they're, they're still going to get that passing volume there. So I think, I think Wentz is the answer. Monty or Gibson? That's a good question. Cause I, I like both guys this week, uh, especially I, I, I usually don't like, you know, D uh, David Montgomery, but this week going up against Houston right now, Houston 25th against the RB 286 yards on the ground, one touchdown, 12 for 80. Um, that looks like a pretty good spot for Monty. Uh, and again, the, the thing I, I, I'm not doubting Gibson being a good player or a good play this week. I'm just nervous about the game script because if the Eagles come out and start scoring points, they might make they might have to make the Commanders throw the football more than they like, which could mean more JD McKissick. So I think I like taking Montgomery here because it's it's a, this, that's going to be an interesting game. Bears, Houston Texans, like that's going to be a run heavy kind of grinded out type game. So I will take David Montgomery. See what we got next. Good evening to Aiden. Uh, I believe that's Jeff Wilson Jr., AJ Dillon, JK Dobbins. I think you probably got to go with uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. here. I know the Broncos are sitting pretty here at second best against the RB, but they've played week one. They played they played the Seahawks, and last week they played uh, up against uh, the Houston Texans. So I don't know if I have a good read about that. Uh, I like AJ Dillon, but again, that's a tough matchup. Tampa Bay just does not allow a lot of points either. We know they're good. I'm, just, I'm not sure if the Broncos are good. JK Dobbins, it is still a tough matchup here. The Patriots are no joke. They've only given up 109 yards on the ground, 12 for 104 as a receiver. So personally, I think you take the Jeff Wilson Jr. points. I think uh, last week, if you would have asked me about Jeff Wilson Jr., I would have said I'm nervous about Trey Lance potentially racking up carries and, and potential goal line opportunities. But now with Jimmy G there, I feel much better. I feel safest with Jeff Wilson Jr., um, so that's where I'll stick. Uh, you can get JT for Henry and Prescott. Um, th th this is a good opportunity to buy Jonathan Taylor because 
they didn't play good last week. Nobody like both teams technically, Titans and the Colts are, are very shaky. So if if you have Henry and Prescott for sale, I, I think I'm buying JT. So it's worth a try, my man. Goff or Brady? I'm gonna go with Jared Goff. Uh, let's actually pull up the the DraftKings sports book. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, I mean, it, it, it was Jalen Hurts week last week, but uh, Minnesota, uh, after playing Green Bay week one, they allow a bunch of fantasy points in week two, but they let they let Jalen Hurts throw for over 300 yards, which is, that's rare to do, I think. And I believe Harrison Smith is out. So I'm leaning Jared Goff here. You're attaching yourself to DeAndre Swift, Amon Ross, St. Brown, TJ Hawkinson, DJ Chark. I feel better with, uh, and I, I feel more, I, I'm following the points because if we look at, uh, if you look at the Bucks uh, Packers game here, they're projecting 42. You want to fall into this Lions Vikings game where there's 10 and a half more points projected in that game. So I'm going to say Jared Goff, PPR Higgins or Sutton. Oh my goodness. We have to choose just one. Um, to me, these are both potential top 10, top 12 plays this week. If we look at just based on matchup, uh, the 49ers have been pretty tough, uh, and that's who Sutton's going to be going up against here. They've only allowed one touchdown on the year, 16.25. Oh, that's running back. My bad. Um, they're still fifth against the wide receiver. They've allowed two touchdowns, 27.35 points allowed to the receiver, but they, again, they didn't really play, uh, anyone too great week one. So that one, it, it's a tough matchup on paper, whereas T. Higgins going up against the Jets. Where is the New York Jets? Uh, kind of middle of the road here, but they've allowed four touchdowns to wide receivers. So I think, uh, for me, I mean, the Bengals need to win, right? Like the Bengals 0-2, like they cannot leave New York without a win. So I'm going to go with, with, with Joe Burrow. I'm a little bit nervous. Like, the, there's questions with the Broncos offense right now. So I'm going to roll with T. Higgins. He looked good last week. Keep firing him up. Uh, with Kayvon and Aziz playing, is Giants defense playable this week? I think so. Um, I mean, in most of the rankings that I've seen, the Giants were a top five play. Uh, and one, the other thing too, I, I love looking at fantasy points uh, for projected here. And there's only 39 points projected in this game. So it's going to be a low scoring game. I don't see each team, you know, scoring three touchdowns or more or something like that. This is probably a 20 to 17 type game, maybe a, you know, a 21, 17, something in that range. So I think the giants, uh, well-rounded here. It is a Cooper rush team too. So he's not going to be, uh, out there tossing dimes all game long for four or five touchdowns. So I think the giants are in play Higby, or Kittle, I'm going to say, I mean, after Kelsey and Mark Andrews, like these are the next two best plays on the weekend here. I think uh, I, I really trust Tyler Higby right now. Um, <clears throat> it's also George Kittle's first game back. Is there potential for him to be kind of held back a little bit? Uh, and then and then another thing, too, is here, like which team has more projected points? Rams, Cardinals, 48 and a half in this game here. And with George Kittle, 44 and a half. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean into Higby and we'll watch Hig or Kittle from our bench. Would you consider TJ Hawker Pitts more of a bust at TE? <clears throat> it's week two. Um, I'm not sure I'm able to consider each one a bust yet. Uh, I like Hawkinson's targets. He's had seven targets in both games. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, in, in Minnesota, Harrison Smith's not playing. That could be a really nice spot for TJ Hawkinson this week as Clearly, defenses have to start focusing on Amon Ross St. Brown. Like, he is freaking good. So, defenses have to account for him. That might open things up for TJ Hawk. So, uh, I'm not willing to call him a bust yet. The seven targets and the seven targets in both games is nice. 
Kyle Pitts, man, I, I, I understand two for 19 in both games is, is putrid, but he's played two like really good defenses. The Saints week one and then last week against the Rams probably was matched up against Marshawn Lattimore and a lot of Jalen Ramsey in those situations. I don't think the Seahawks have the goods to keep him in check. So uh, before we label either of these guys a bust, let's see how they do week three. If they can put up a, a decent fantasy stat line, I mean, a floor of eight to 10 points, I think we're, we're going to be okay here. But one of these games, Kyle Pitts is going to get his. Uh, it might be coming this Sunday uh, against the Seattle Seahawks. Status for Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis looks good. He uh, There was a quote that he put out there that he's like 100% playing. So I am not worried about big game Davis here again, limited, 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 uh, no setbacks or anything. I, I think that's, it was a really smart move for them to not play him on Monday night football, a game that they clearly didn't need Gabe Davis to play. So, uh, Gabe Davis looks good to me. The guy we're watching though is Dawson Knox. He did not practice on Wednesday, limited, limited Thursday, Friday. So we'll monitor him, but I believe Gabe is in. Do we trust Judy this week or keep him on shelf even though we practiced yesterday? Um, I, I like Judy. I think you'd have to let me know who are some of your options if you're looking to to replace him. But his body language and the way he was talking and, and looking in the few clips that I saw, it seems like he's going to play. Of course, there's always risk for re-injury. Uh, he did land awkwardly on that shoulder. But I think uh, Sunday night football, home game, I mean, there's they're, they're clearly in need of a receiver opposite Sutton. So I think Judy's a fine play on Sunday night football and ready for some showtime and thunder tomorrow. Uh, thunder and lightning, AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones, uh, Prescott for Aaron Jones. If you can do that. Yeah, man, you want Aaron Jones on your team. It might not be a, a fun game against Tampa Bay tomorrow, but the Packers schedule opens up uh, really nicely after this game. Good evening to David. Hope you're doing well, my man. Uh, PPR flex Dobbins Burks or hard man. Oh, okay. So this, this is an interesting one. I think if you are willing to, if you want to take the risk, this, just with your options there, I'm, I'm kind of open to JK Dobbins here. Uh, I can't type in Traylon Burks. Uh, let me look at what Traylon Burks has been for fantasy. I think he's been about eight points per game. So 8.5 and 8.7. You have to ask yourself, like, um, and keep in mind, like, they're not letting him get a lot of routes, but I, I, I and if this is, Full PPR, like you said, I I don't mind the safety of this 8.5, 8.7. They're playing the Raiders, uh, which is not a scary defense. And I, from what I've seen, Burks has looked really good. They're just not giving him a full amount of routes right now. But that could increase over time. It could increase starting tomorrow. So I, I think I'm cool with locking in those eight Traylon Burks plays. Maybe you get a big burst or breaking coverage from the Raiders. So to me, I personally would play Traylon Burks. I get the urge for J.K. Dobbins, but part of me, uh, it's risk-reward. You know, if, if he goes in there and he, and he just doesn't look like his old self yet, or if uh, if they're kind of limiting him in snaps and rotating in Justice Hill and Kenyon Drake and all this stuff, that does concern me. So I'd rather wait and see what Dobbins looks like. I'm going to roll with Traylon Burks. I like the Miko Hardman call. I, I don't hate it. Um, but um, from what I've seen, Traylon Burks is like – he, he, he looks the part. He looks like he can be a team's wide receiver one for fantasy football. Uh, but with Miko Hardman, man, it's always just kind of like a rug pull. 10.6, 7.5. I don't mind this. I think I would rank, the, rank these guys, Burks, Hardman, Dobbins. PPR, Gabe, Bateman, or Lazard? 
Um, in full PPR, I'm going to go I, – I want Gabe Davis on my team. I think Bateman's number two here, Lazard number three, just based on matchup. Um, Bateman's been really, really good. The things I'm concerned with is the Ravens have not he's – he's a player that they haven't let run a full route tree either. He's running uh, roughly, I think, 70% of the routes. On, on, so when, when Lamar drops back to pass, he's only out there for 70% of those plays, uh, whereas I think Gabe Davis is, is going to be in there a lot more more points to be had in that Buffalo Miami game too. We could be in a shootout there. So I'll rank them Gabe Bateman Lazard 49ers or Denver. Um, personally, just because I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Packer guy. I'm rooting for Denver to knock down the 49ers in the NFC. Um, and it, it, it is a home game that does. It's kind of strange to me that the 49ers are one and a half point favorites here. I know Denver hasn't looked good. They barely beat the Houston Texans last week. Struggled against Seattle, uh, but man, if, if they can figure out some more consistent, uh, you know, and more efficient oppor- opportunities on offense, I think the Broncos probably going to be the team that I think takes this one. PPR, Juju, Alave, uh, Pierce, or Zay Jones? I think, okay, so the guy that excites me the most on this list is Chris Olave. I mean, I think most people saw how many air yards he had last week. It was like over 350 or something like that. So I'm excited, super excited about Chris Olave going up against the Carolina Panthers. Um, so if, if you want to take the risk, I think it's Olave. Otherwise, I, I think I'm very comfortable with Juju Smith-Schuster. And Aiden, uh, being the Jags, the resident Jags fan, Jaguars fan that you are, you, you saw what Christian Kirk did to this Colts defense last week. Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be their version of that uh, in the slot this week. So I'm I'm – Happy with Juju this week in a full PPR. I think he's going to end up getting four or five catches, if I remember correctly. Let me look this up. Uh, going, I, I was looking at his prop bet earlier today. I thought people were smashing one of his props. Uh, he's at about 50 and a half receiving yards, um, but people are are people are smashing his over four and a half receptions. You know, down to minus 150. So. If, if you can get five for 50 off Juju, I think he's he's the safest play, and he's also got room to destroy those numbers too. So I like Juju. Olave kind of risky. I'm ex- Is that Damian Pierce? I, li- I like Damian Pierce, but those guys all kind of have questions. I'm going to go with, uh, with the Juju here. PPR, AR13, ETN, Gabe, Lazard. AR13. Who is AR13? AR13. Why can't I think of AR13? My bad, Aiden. Who is who's AR13? <laughs> uh, ETN, Gabe Lazard. Um, I think I think from this list, I'm gonna want Gabe Davis on the, in this one. I'm not sure who AR13 is, but I want uh, I want Gabe Davis. Dak, uh, Allen Robinson. He won now. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm still picking Gabe Davis. Um, is Dak Prescott and Derrick Henry worth? Uh, hold on, I'm missing part of that. Is worth Najee Harris or Leonard Fournette? Uh, I'm not touching Najee Harris. Um, you sh- technically, you should be able to sell if you can't get Henry for Fournette straight up. And I had to sell Dak Prescott for him. I guess I'm okay with it. I personally, I don't like the names in, in this trade here. I think you're best off holding Derrick Henry for at least tomorrow. Like Henry's got a good matchup for tomorrow against the Raiders. I would say you want to hold Henry for tomorrow. So maybe next week we can talk about moving Henry, but at at least hold him for tomorrow and, and let him have his good game. Uh, just double checking, start PPR. Javante Pittman and Michael Thomas. Oh my goodness. 
Whew, that's a tough one. I kind of want to go with the wide receivers, my man. Uh, I mean, if Pittman's guaranteed to play, he's going to he's gonna be their target monster. Uh, Michael Thomas has been pretty hot as well. It's a, it's a softer matchup against the Carolina Panthers. So my initial, initial thought here is to go with the two wide receivers. I'm curious what your thoughts are on here because, uh, again, I, I like Javante Williams. I think he's kind of like a top 10, top 12 back this week. Uh, if you're looking for just safety points, he's probably the safest one. Um, Michael Thomas has just been hot catching touchdowns. So this is this is a tough question, my man. I think I th I think it's I'm struggling to pick between uh, between Pittman and Thomas. I I think you got to play both Pittman and Thomas and and let Javante and enjoy watching Javante. Let's see what happens. Broncos offense has been struggling, so I think I think Pittman and Thomas are my answer. Uh, add Dotson in that last question. Yeah, I'm still going Gabe Davis, PPR, Aaron Jones, Hollywood Hall. Uh, Aaron Jones, I, I know it's a tough Bucks matchup, but it's still Aaron Jones. Um, nothing, I don't see, I don't see Marquise or Brees Hall having potential for a 30 point game. I'm going to roll with Jones. Uh, Kareem Hunt for Bryce Hall, non PPR. Uh, if you have the patience to wait for Brees, I'm okay with it. Um, but man, I, th I think right now Kareem Hunt's the better player. I'd, as of like, if you had to ask me who do I want on my team right now, I want Kareem Hunt. Um, so Kareem Hunt over Brees Hall. Uh, Las Vegas versus Titans going to be mad. It's going to be. Uh, it, it might be good for fantasy. Like these defenses aren't impressive. Uh, I tomorrow Josh Jacobs is uh, he's flying there. Like he's gonna, he's going to play tomorrow, so we don't have to worry about the the. the Raiders backfield now, it sounds like, but I think it's going to be a huge, huge, huge Devontae Adams game as they've already ruled out Hunter Renfro. So isn't a joke who a must snag play who I, I got a lot of shares of Najoku this, uh, this season. I didn't start him anywhere except the Scott fishbowl. If you know what that is, um, you, you need Najoku. If, if you're struggling at tight end, say you have Dawson Knox, or even if you have Kyle Pitts for that matter, you, you need to grab Najoku off the bench the usage on Thursday night football was, was pretty, pretty good. He's going to be out there for a lot of routes and snaps, but the targets were uh, amazing here. Um, Pittman should be, yeah, you, I think you want to roll with, uh, with Pittman only, only 5.5 over receptions. Yes. Uh, who's the better stash option? James Cook, Rashad White, Kenneth Walker. Uh, that's a great question, Patrick. Uh, Patrick Haas won. Um, James Cook. Probably my least favorite of the three, just because he's behind Devin Singletary for sure. Unsure about what's happening with Zach Moss. Um, but because that's a three-headed committee there, I'm going to say Cook is last. Rashad White, though, if anything happens to Leonard Fournette, we've already cited that he's got a hamstring thing. And uh, tomorrow, I, I believe it's going to be a hot game in Tampa Bay. We'll see. If, if anything happens to Leonard Fournette, like I guarantee you we're going to be talking about Rashad White on the waiver wire, whereas with, with Kenneth Walker, he's still going to have to contend with Rashad Penny. I mean, I, I think I think Kenneth Walker's like clearly better than Rashad Penny. Like on the football field, I'd rather have Walker running the football, but it's a, kind of a 50-50 committee. It's not a great Seahawks running game. So for Walker, uh, I, I think he's going to need the Penny injury to secure the first and second down roll, but he's also not guaranteed the third down roll. So if I'm going to rank these guys – I want to say Rashad White because if Fournette goes down, it's like to me it's clear Rashad is the guy. 
So I'm going to rank them Rashad, Kenneth Walker, James Cook. Uh, I, I, I like Kenneth Walker, but again, I just I don't love the situation uh, currently. I'm having a hard time deciding between Gibson or Carter's my RB2 full PPR. Um, this is risk versus reward. If you had any action on Thursday night football, say you're down a lot of points and you need a lot of points, I would I would take the risk. Uh, if you're up because of Thursday night football, I would say take the safe points with Gibson. But to me, I'm I'm gonna roll with Michael Carter. This is potentially the last game for Joe Flacco, who's thrown for he's <laughs> Flacco's thrown for 307 yards in back-to-back games. Uh, we know he loves to throw to his running back. So to me, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I think Carter's the safer play at full PPR, expect him to get a lot of touches. And again, if the Bengals are putting up points, they're going to have to continue to throw the ball and come from behind. So I'm playing Michael Carter. Um, you got Gibson in right now. Eagles, Eagles just have a good, uh, they have, they have an interesting defense. And I don't know if you were here earlier when we were talking about it, but to me, I think the outcome for the Philadelphia Washington game tomorrow is sure. Maybe Washington goes down and gets a touchdown early. Uh, but I, I think they're going to have a hard time stopping the Philly offense. I would expect Philly to be up early, maybe by halftime. And you're going to see Washington have to throw the ball, maybe more JD McKissick tomorrow than we've seen so far. Hines is only three and a half receptions. Uh, it's always Naheem Hines week around here. Uh, good evening to Dan. Start Dylan, Jacoby, or Thielen PPR. Um, my instant reaction is to go with with Adam Thielen uh, because that's going to be a fantasy bonanza. If we if I pull back up here, what's going on uh, on the Vegas odds? I think that game's got about fifty two and a half points implied in that one. Fifty two and a half implied for this game. If you're talking the Packers, I mean forty two. That's significantly less. And then Jacoby Myers, Ravens, say, uh, Ravens Patriots. Where is that game? Only forty four in that one. I like Jacoby. I think he's got a really nice floor. I did not like that he missed practice. That concerned me. He missed practice on Wednesday and Thursday. So here he is not practicing Wednesday, Thursday with a knee injury, limited. I think I'm going to roll with Adam Thielen, who I know has been somewhat disappointing. Um, but uh, I, I think there's potential for maybe this is the game that we've been waiting for from Adam Thielen. It's a, it's a soft matchup against the Lions secondary uh, I, I would hope for a, a Adam Thielen game, so I think that's where I'm gonna that's where I'm gonna roll with. No problem, man. Thanks for the question, my man Penny, uh, Justin, um, uh, Dawson Knox. He's he's a true 50-50 to play. Uh, I didn't like that he missed practice on Wednesday, but he was able to get through Thursday and Friday. So maybe it's more 60-40 Dawson Knox plays. I think he's gonna play though. I'm done like 60 points because of Deontay Johnson. Um, so we're down 16 points. Give me Michael Carter, my man. Um, Carter's just, he just think about this. Like he's RB 17 in PPR right now. And he's, he's keeping the first running back taken in the 2022 NFL draft on the bench. That's how good Michael Carter's playing. He's keeping Brees Hall on the bench. Uh, I mean, we're talking seven, this was a bad game too. the Cleveland game. Uh, 10 points here. I think you're somewhere in between 10 and 17. I'm going to, I'm going to take those points, I believe. Um, and, and we'll go from there. We locking in a, in a Robert Dylan or Hendo, a Robert Dylan or Hendo. In this one, we're going to go with Allen Robinson, Kirk Goff or Russ Wilson. Um, this one I like because it makes you, it's probably not Russell Wilson. I think you're going to want to lean into that Vikings lions game. And, 
the Vikings got Dalvin Cook on the other side who's yet to score a touchdown. I, I think if you ask me between the Vikings and the Lions, which team's more likely to get a rushing touchdown, it's probably it's probably Dalvin Cook, uh, which would take a touchdown or two off Kirk's plate. I think the play is Jared Goff here. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Jared Goff. Uh, if I had to rank them, I'll go Goff, Kirk, Russ. Um and I, I understand this. Let me pull up Thielen's numbers. Um, last week was in, like last week was interesting because he didn't play great, and he still came away with I think like nine PPR points or something like that. Let's look at the numbers here. But uh, week one, the six point six game, like Green Bay just could not stop Justin Jefferson, so that's where the ball went. Uh, but if if you if if I told you you're gonna get at least four for fifty two, seven targets, this looks pretty safe here. Uh, I know you're looking for more, but I, I, I feel like Thielen was able to do some things last week to get himself rolling, get established in the offense. He usually does pretty good against the Lions, too. If you're nervous about um, Adam Thielen, then I would say go with Jacoby. Um, I need an RB2 and flex out of – I need an RB2 and a flex out of Clyde, Gibson, Edmonds, Etienne, Bateman, or Allen Robinson. So an RB2. I think RB2 you're going to go with, with Clyde Edwards-Alaire going up against the Indianapolis Colts. I think that's that's the safe play. Um, and then the flex, I think you, you probably got to go with – Bateman's the hot hand here. Um, personally, I, I'd, I'd be, it'd be tough for me to sit Allen Robinson going up against the Cardinals. Um, so I'm going to go with Clyde Edwards-Alaire at the, at the RB2. And then I'm looking at Bateman or ET or Bateman or Allen Robinson as my wide receiver. So I'm going to, I'm going to probably lean Bateman here. Smith or Everett, non-PPR Smith. Who is Smith? Smith, Irv Smith or Everett, non-PPR. Uh, give me Gerald Everett. Well, how about this? Um, if we get word that Herbert's in or out and Herbert's in, I want Everett. If Herbert's not going to go, I'll go with Herb Smith. Um, I had also have Everett on my tight end right now. We'll, 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 I can't read that. Also have Everett as my T now. And with Keenan Allen, most likely back and Herbert questionable, is he a risk? I picked up Herbert. Um, so here's the thing. If um, – if we get any kind of info before noon that Justin Herbert's playing or not, if, if we, if we know that he's playing, I want Everett on my team because the game plan for the Chargers is going to be to throw the ball quick tomorrow. Even if Herbert doesn't play the, the game plan is short, quick passes. So I like Everett. Um, but uh, if you have to pivot to Irv and we don't have an answer yet, I think you, I think I'm comfortable taking the Irv points here. Again, it's the lions. It's a high, high scoring game potential. Uh, I think you got to roll, uh, I think I'm comfortable rolling with Herb unless we get uh, Herbert confirmation. Um, Blue Crew, half PPR, 10 team, pick one at RB, Michael Carter, Jamal Williams, or Mostert. Um, I'm going to stick with Michael Carter here. Half PPR, team, pick one at RB. Yep, we're going to stick with Michael Carter here. Carr, Wentz, or Goff, actually. Uh, I think it's Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr here. Um, I just I feel like the Titans can't guard anybody. Uh, it's on the, I know it's on the road for Derek Carr. So that does concern me, but, uh, Goff's on the road. Wentz, the thing with Wentz is he has such a wide range of outcomes. Like he could potentially get benched in this game. He could win the game, throw another four touchdowns. I think I'm safest with Jared Goff here. Uh, yes. Tyler Conklin's a good pickup. Uh, Justin Fields or Herbert. Uh, if, if we hear that Herbert is in, I'll wait for Herbert. If we don't know, you know, before noon, I think you got to go with Justin Fields. Conklin's on waivers, but I'm going to start Carter. I don't know if I want to start two Jets. Yeah, that's 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 valid. 
Um, should I trade Monty and Michael Thomas for Kamara and Bateman? Uh, my other RBs are JT, Fournette, Connor, and Gibson. My other receivers are – whoa. All right, this is a stacked team. Um, personally, because your running backs are so good, I, I would prefer to have Michael Thomas over Rashad Bateman personally. Um, and to be honest, I, I don't know if we trust Alvin Kamara. Montgomery's looked good uh, in, in two games so far, and maybe not so much week one, but he looked good against the Packers. I'm open to him being better. Um, but you're, you're swapping out MT for Kamara, which is interesting. Um, the thing is, I, I think Michael Thomas is going to be more consistent uh, than Rashad Bateman. You might see some up and downs here, but I'm, I'm okay with this half PPR. Bateman's better in half PPR because he doesn't catch the ball as much. So I, I, I do think I would do it. Kamara and Bateman, uh, I think I'm open to that. Uh, 10 man money league, man, to man, 10, 10 man money league, two man. Um, yeah, that, that looks like a 10 man. Um, the half PPR, you, I, I'm, I think you do prefer Bateman over Michael Thomas and that I know Thomas has been catching touchdowns, but so has Bateman. Uh, and then you are swapping MT for Kamara. So I think I'm, I think I'm cool with the trade. I mean, I don't really trust the bears offense long-term either. Um, so getting into the Ravens and the saints makes a lot of sense. Um, that's probably where I'll stay. Uh, but anyways, we're a little bit over the half an hour here. I'm going to get out of here for the evening. If you guys do have more questions, don't be, a, don't be shy, fire them up in the comments, or you can uh, reach me on Twitter at the fellow KGB. I will be going live tomorrow morning. Uh, we're going to go live 90 minutes before kickoff. I'll, I'll set that up there. If you guys want to uh, check it out, uh, we'll hang out for another half an hour there, answer all your questions you need. So I'm going to get out of here. Enjoy your Saturday night. Thanks for hanging out with me guys. Enjoy the rest of your evening. And uh, I don't know. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace.